Welcome to The Washdown, episode number 42. And in this episode, Chris and I get together and we just kind of have some random thoughts and talk about a whole bunch of different subjects. So, I mean, we had a good time doing it, so I hope you guys have a good time listening to it. So, without further ado, episode number 42 of the Washdown Podcast. Well, the question is, do you know? Well, it depends on what we're talking about. Because <laughs> I know a lot about a lot. I know a little about a lot. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> Get that saying correct. I drink and I know things. I have the t-shirt that says so. <laughs> and the drunker I get, apparently the more I know and the writer I am. Well, because Jane, my wife's over there. <laughs> I'm talking shit. And she's texting. She's looking up. She's like, he's right. She's fact checking you. Yeah. And he's, okay. She, and then is she a else. fucking liberal? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's poor middle of the road like I am. Ah. But <laughs> both lean more to the correct side. <laughs> to the yeah. correct side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the issue. Yeah. But. Well, I think everybody's. Well, not everybody. Most. I think most people in this country are more middle of the road. I mean, because not every issue is black and white. No, there's shades of gray and everything. So, and it just it again that comes back to perspective. It is. What's your perspective? What's your life experience? Like you know, we want to sit here and talk about mental health, and that's kind of the point of the podcast. We talk about that a ton, right? Yeah, we try to. Yeah, we try to. Except when the blue team's here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I wish you'd have been here for that podcast. I know. When I, I was at work, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah. It was awesome. No, I think I ended up taking that day off. Oh, yeah, but you still... Yeah, I had things to do. Yeah. I dropped the ball. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, you want to talk about, I mean, anything, mental health, race, any subject, when you talk about that, you have to look at perspective. Yeah. Because that's, you know, your life experiences and all of that stuff is going to color how you feel about that kind of stuff. It is. So, something, there's still some things that aren't, that are black and white. Hard work. It's pretty black and white. Yeah. You know, that, that whole, the, the whole saying, the early bird gets the worm. Eh, that's pretty true. Now, the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> there's also some truth in that yeah you know because it's depending on what you're doing but if you're going to be lazy and not put the effort and the work in it's never going to happen stuff doesn't just fall into your lap every once in a while it does but for the most part if you want something you got to work well you'll get it but does it really just fall into your lap or have you done the things that you needed to do to prepare and put the work in that it just kind of seems that way from an outside perspective yeah. well is it a rich kid <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about poor people oh okay we're talking about us middle class yeah the poorest of the poor yeah we're not the poorest of the poor we're middle class yeah we're poor i'm poor you're poor because you buy too much shit that's why you're poor yeah because i can't take it when i go i'm gonna have fun while i'm here <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know what they have in heaven. 
my guess would be everything. I don't know. I've seen The Good Place. I don't know. Do you base all of your life decisions on TV sitcoms? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Netflix has made your dad on it now. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. I'm on episode 19 of the first season already. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. They're only like I, 20 minutes. Dude, I was going to tell you. So I was scrolling through on my news feed the other day, and I don't know why, but it popped up. Um, apparently, the original series of Transformers is available on YouTube on Hasbro Pulse hmm. on their channel. So it's the whole first season, then the whole second season, and I think this weekend they dropped the whole third season. So is this going to be like when we try to watch Thundercats? No. I'm about halfway through the first season, and it is just as awesome now as it was then. <laughs> and I actually brought that up to Rachel. I was like, you know, I was expecting it to be super crappy because whenever we did try to watch the original Thundercats, it was so awful. We're like, how did we ever watch this? Mm-hmm. It Transformers holds up. I mean, and it, I think maybe again, perspective, expectation. I was expecting it to be bad. You know, like like watching movies from when you were a kid. So I used to watch Three Ninjas when I was younger. Remember that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Colt, Rocky, and Tum Tum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie when I was a kid. Yeah. I saw it the other day. I was like, yeah, I want to watch it. I'm by myself. I was like, this is awful. Yeah. I was so disappointed. And then I watched Surf's Up, or not Surf's Up. Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas, thank you. Still just as good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, could have been because your expectations were going into that low of you just saw Three Ninjas, and it was terrible. Oh, it was painful. I was like, man, killed me. But some movies hold up. Some things, you know, like The Goonies. Yep. It holds up. Yeah. Ten Commandments. I watch it at least once a year. Let me Easter. With Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there another one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't then, think so. I don't think they ever remade that. Oh, there, there's another one out there. Oh, is there? And then so I watch it. I watch the movie all the time. It's the, <laughs> it's, I get made fun of for this one. It's Wizard of Oz. All-time favorite movie. Okay, let's, uh, let's, unpack, let's unpack that. Judy Garland. <laughs> My DeLorean's I, almost done. Oh my goodness. I'm going back and we're going to talk. <laughs> and my wife knows it. <laughs> Just can't get that plus capacitor right, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need the plutonium. I know some Libyans. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? I was never a huge fan of that movie. I'd, and I don't know why. Friendship over. I quit. Okay. I'm out. I'm going to finish this episode. Mm -hmm. That way you don't look bad. Okay. But see, by saying that you're quitting, I mean, I'm not going to edit that out. I don't care. I'm not going to do any extra work. (laughs) (laughs) You never have. Nope. So lazy. Can't put music. You're supposed to write a theme song. Dude, I have no idea how to do that. Or what even, what, what would be the theme song for this podcast? Hey, maybe that's something, you know, everybody. Yeah, they can chime in. Yeah, <laughs> leave it in the comments. Or send us an email. I don't know. Whatever is the least amount of effort for you. Oh, <laughs> exit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, a theme song would be great, but. It's just a jingle. Yeah. I got one. 
Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, you can go a little heavier. You know, everybody's beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful people. No. You don't like Manson? No. Puts on a great concert. I'll take your word for it. It was him and Rob Zombie. I just never have been a fan. Rob Zombie was awesome. I think Manson, so the sun was still up. We mm-hmm. were at an outside theater. Mm-hmm. And they were rotating who played when, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And when we saw him, Manson, was uh, he opened. And he was great. I mean, he was great. You could tell he's getting older. It was, mm-hmm. it was a phenomenal show. It would have been better at, at night. Because Rob Zombie came out, it was at night, and he rocked it. Yeah. Of course, I, I like Rob Zombie, too. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like both of them, but... I watched uh, If I Leave Here Tomorrow the other day, the documentary on Leonard Skinner, and they were talking about one of their big shows. They basically, it was a festival or something, but they opened for the Rolling Stones. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And the the one rule that the Rolling Stones had, the stage had this big tongue that came off of it. And the one rule was nobody else can go out on the tongue. So Ronnie Van Zant grabs both the guitar players and like he was motioning for them to go out on the tongue and they wouldn't do it. He physically went over there and grabbed him and they showed it in the documentary, grabs them and walks them out to the edge of the tongue. And they're just <laughs> sitting there during Freebird, the solo. And the yeah. crowd went crazy. That and was, apparently that's, that's acceptable. Apparently Mick Jagger was not happy. Well, he probably a diva like the rest of them. Yeah. Apparently, Ronnie Van Zant was uh, a rebel, quite violent with the rest of the band members whenever he got drunk. Really? Like, beat the shit out of several of them, held broken bottles to their throats. I, I, I did hear that. Yeah. I, heard, I heard a story about well, it. Well, that's why Ed King quit the band. I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess they were at after party of some show somewhere in the, like the middle of a tour, and they were in the hotel room, and... He was, Ronnie was fighting with somebody else and then turned around and grabbed a hold of Ed, put him against the wall, grabbed a broken bottle and stuck it against his throat and told him how shitty of a guitar player he was and this, that, and the other thing. And then finally let him go and he went straight to his room, packed his shit and left. Huh. So I never looked back. Didn't know that. Yeah. Still like Leonard Scared. Yeah, I do too. I mean, dude obviously had some... He's got had some demons. Had some demons. But they were all cleaning up their act. And then the fucking yeah. plane crash. So... I mean, hitting a tree and, you know, at 90 mile an hour. Yeah, it's not conducive to... Kind of helps. Long life. But. So it was weird. Gary Rossington was talking about, like, where everybody was sitting at on the plane. And he was sitting in between two people that died. And then somebody else was sitting in between the other two people that died besides the pilot and the co-pilot. And like, I mean, literally on the jump seat in between them and the people on either side of them died. And those two guys lived. That's weird how that works. Yeah. So there's a documentary on Netflix. It's uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's about ZZ top. It was pretty good. Hmm. I haven't watched that one, but that kind of brings up, Whenever you're talking about that kind of stuff, it kind of brings up something that we haven't talked a whole lot about, uh, survivor's guilt. There is that. Uh, you know what? We, we, we did touch, we touched on it with, uh, 
when Anderson was on. Yeah. Because he's... Yeah, but that was months ago. Yeah. 30 episodes ago. So... That one's kind of tough for... I mean, I don't have any experience with it, really. Yeah. I mean, I've, well, known, I've known people that have died in things, but... Well, and it's... You know, we talked about it a little bit probably with Bart, too. Yeah. Um, but there is... a. I think that's a normal human emotion. You're always going to have, like you're standing next to somebody and they catch it and it's like, okay, well two inches to the left, you know, a foot to the right, whatever it may be. How did I make it out? And they didn't. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just the way life works sometimes. Yeah. I can't remember who told it to me. It was years ago. It was, and I can't remember exactly how it went, but the gist of it is everybody has a mission in life. Whether Now, it's, this is whether you believe in God or not. It, does, it doesn't matter. Or which God you believe in or how you believe it. You know, Everybody has a purpose. We don't know what that is. And whenever you fulfill your purpose, that's when you die. Your mission's over. You go home. Now, you don't know what it is. You don't know when it's going to be completed. You don't know, you know anything about it, or why, or what exactly it was. Because you've done the same thing today as you did yesterday, but today you die. But you made an impact somewhere on somebody or something, and that was your purpose. Yeah. So I'm not saying you're used up or anything like that, but mission's complete. Yeah. It's time to come home. I did see. I was watching podcast the other day and I didn't get to watch all of it I watched a little snippet of it and they were talking about the 24 hour principle 24 hour clone principle so that's the like the the basic synopsis of it is and it, this is kind of going along with like self-improvement and fulfilling the mission and all that stuff is um, at 7 a.m. or you know whatever time they're going to make an exact copy of you. And at midnight, you have to fight that copy to the death. Now, whether that's mentally, physically, whatever. So he's going to be the same from 7 a.m. to midnight as you are. But you get to accrue experiences and do, you know, improve yourself. So the goal is to be able to kill that clone every night at midnight and then do the same thing the next. So it's about improving yourself in one in some aspect every day. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. I thought it was pretty cool. I've been seeing the one about uh, eighty six thousand, roughly. So there's about eighty six thousand seconds in a day, roughly. Okay, or is it minutes? I can't remember. It seems like a lot of minutes. So maybe it's seconds. I don't know. So, but they equate it to money. Okay. So, if you have eighty six thousand in your dollars in your account, and somebody robs you of seven dollars, are you gonna throw out the remaining eighty five thousand plus? You just gonna throw it away because you had a bad seven dollars? I get their point. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly how it goes. I mean, I've seen it a few times. It's been a while. 
or well that goes along with you know holding grudges and letting people yeah. rent space in your head that like you know you're pissed off at so and so for whatever reason well guess what that person is not thinking about you in all likelihood they haven't given you a second thought but you're stewing over this shit for you know minutes hours days weeks yeah so you know don't let them have free rent in your brain man these are all like great little nuggets of wisdom Just two idiots. Yeah. Who had enough to buy microphones. Yes. Or one dead, the other just borrowing. Yeah. Yeah. Being forced to be here. Nobody forced you to be here. Guilt trips. They work on me. Yeah, well, we both know that's bullshit. That's why I'm married. I'm still married. <laughs> she don't watch these. <laughs> 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 she knows I come in here and run my mouth. <laughs> yeah, she probably doesn't want to hear what you have to say. I say it to her face too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like the other day she was having an attitude. I we had bought she saw this thing on Pinterest, which I hate Pinterest. Because I always had to build something now. Mm-hmm. So it was a wood holder. Made a two by four. So I'm like, all right, we can do that. But she wanted a new cabinet to put all our gardening stuff in, which is better than what we had. And I'm like, all right. So they don't have the cabinet at Home Depot. No, no, nobody in the area does. I can have it shipped. I can have it to my house at like by the 16th or I could wait for it at the store. It'd be the 22nd to the 23rd, but it was free. So we went a different route. I bought two, I bought a hanging cabinet and then one on the, on the floor that had a little table on top. So I'm putting those together and just kind of getting a little bit of an attitude, but not in a bad way. Like, we weren't fighting. And I just remember. <laughs> so to stop the, where we both knew where it was going. Right. Well, so, you get you get on that train. Yeah. <laughs> so stop it. I made a joke. And I told her attitude is making her look like the human version of athlete's foot. Wow. <laughs> she was like, what? What? And then she started laughing. Like you can tell, she she wanted to be she wanted to be mad, mm-hmm. but she couldn't because it was funny in the in the moment. Yeah, and she, it made it, it diffused the whole thing. Attitude reflects leadership. Yep, that's what she should have come back at you with. I was fine on my own. <laughs> I was perfectly fine. <laughs> I didn't need any help. Yeah, we put together. Of course, since we got the new house, been putting together lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rachel bought this cabinet thing that goes over the back of the toilet, you know, because she wants wanted a cabinet over the back of the toilet just to like, you know, toilet paper and washcloths mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so she gets it about 90% together and it's taken her forever like, I mean, it's two in the morning and she's still working on this thing. So she gets it up and I carry it into the bathroom and set it up against the toilet. It's got a brace that goes behind the toilet, you know, to kind of stabilize the distance of the legs. Mm-hmm. 
so it doesn't wobble and then you attach it to the wall. Well, the way our toilet's set up, you can't attach that brace on the bottom. <laughs> so she's like, this is stupid. I don't even want it anymore. So she gives it to her sister. So we go over there for family game night, take the cabinet and everything, end up not even doing game night, just kind of sitting around bullshitting. And then it's like 8.30. She's like, oh, we need to put that cabinet together. Like We need to go home. But okay. So I go out to the garage, get the cabinet, take it to their upstairs bathroom. Same deal. Their toilet's really wide on the back, so it'll fit, but it doesn't like it's the the piece of wood kind of bows. Mm. So you got to kind of hold it into place and bend it a little bit to get the screw started. And then, you know, attach it to the wall and all that stuff. And it was just a, it was a nightmare getting it attached. And then I had to put the doors on because it has these two glass doors that go on the cabinet. Well, my nephew is crawling around up there and I'm like, no, somebody grab a hold to him before he goes right through this glass. (laughs) And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be playing in here (laughs) right now. (laughs) I mean, I appreciate his help, but no. (laughs) Kind of like when you have dogs. Yeah. Well, ever since we got that bean bag for Brownie, that's a hundred percent of the time. If you can't find him, he is on that bean bag. So we've got the pillow and all that, and but they'll lay on it. But the second I move something, like to, like to, toys going to the couch. Yeah. So you got lay down and. Yeah. Next thing I know, I've got three dogs on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get off me. Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to help. Yeah. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. So, no. Gemma, she tried to kill me the other day. Coming out of the bedroom and walking towards the kitchen. And there was stuff on the floor. I think I leaned down to pick something up. She ran right into the back of my leg. Because she likes to run. She's, you know, an Australian shepherd. So, she's a herding dog. So, Mm -hmm. she likes to herd people. She was trying to herd me into the kitchen. A little too aggressively. <laughs> and yep. luckily I fell onto the couch. My wife comes out like, what are you doing? I'm like, your dog tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Our border call used to do that when he was younger. Younger. Yeah. Now he just doesn't care. <laughs> He's like, ah, whatever, man. <laughs> this is, I'm too old. Yeah. He's like, I'm supposed to be retired. Yeah. Well, And then you went and got three puppies. I didn't get three puppies. She got three puppies. And you love every single one of them. No. 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 Which one's which one's the problem, dog? One of the one of the bullies. Yeah. Uh, At least the German Shepherd's scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he's scared of me, but he just he's my shadow. Yeah. You you guys are going to need a taller fence with him. It is what it is. Can't. That's why I hate living in the city. City living sucks. Well, maybe they'll change that rule for us. Residency requirement. Which, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's not. (laughs) You don't want to talk about how... It doesn't really matter 
if you live in the city of how you're going to serve the citizens? I don't, I don't think it does. Um, I don't think it matters where you live because I treat everybody the same. You know, I'm always the same when I start out very respectful, whether I'm working or not, Mm -hmm. whether I stay that way depends on you. I'm not a punching bag. I'm not going to cross the line, but I'm not going to be a punching bag either. You don't get to say whatever you want because I have a uniform on or I'm in public with my family. Sorry, that's not the way this works. You want to be treated with respect. I get that. So do I. Works both ways. Yeah. Respect is earned, not given. Now, when I first meet somebody, benefit of the doubt, I'm respectful. But that can change in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I don't care if you live on the other side of the state, another state, another country, whatever. If you need my help, I will help you. And it doesn't change how I treat you because of where I live. Because by that logic, if somebody gets hurt in our city, I'm going to treat them differently because they're not a resident. They're not a citizen of our city. And that's absolutely untrue. Yeah. Well, I think there it's it's almost like a slap in the face to our professionalism. It is. Like we're not going to be professional. Now, granted, we're not professional about a lot of things. But I think that's one thing department-wide that we mostly succeed on. And that's why we're usually ranked at the top for I mean, customer we, satisfaction, yeah. basically. And we, we do mess up. I mean, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to lose your temper. Can't be perfect 100% of the time. No. Well, and especially now. I mean, I mean 300 with, batting average gets you the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I love that saying. But, you know, especially now with the climate, with um, any type of emergency service, be that police or fire, EMS, I think nationwide all of those career fields are woefully understaffed oh and that's an understatement every department but i just read a thing yesterday about a whole police department that resigned now there was only five officers but all of them quit on the same day yeah. wasn't it something about the chief got in trouble or something or uh, had to do with the mayor no it had something to do with pay and not having the tools to do their job was the reason that I saw cited in the article that I that I read. Um, it, who knows? You know, a different article might have different reasons. I, don't know. Or I, I remember whatever. another one a while yeah. back like that, but I don't remember the specifics. It's yeah. been a while. So, but with with being so understaffed and people being, I don't want to say forced, but basically forced to work the amount of hours and run the volume of calls because call volume has gone up. Mm-hmm. It's going to naturally lead to burnout, which we've talked about. And that leads to sleep deprivation, shorter tempers. I mean, look, you can go out there and stay up for 24 hours and see how you feel the next day. And how nice you are to your family or just people in general. Say you've been up for 24 hours and you have to go to Walmart or Target or wherever to get something. And the cashier's taking a little longer than you think they should. 
How nice are you going to be? Now, everybody wants to say, well, I would be fine. Mm, well, would you? You know, you think that until you're put in that situation. Yeah. And it's different being, so when we were in our 20s, being up for 24 wasn't that bad, but we were partying. So it's a, it's, so it's different. different. Yeah. Now when you're working and you're taking a beating, and I mean that in the amount of calls you run, time, and, the, and being yelled at constantly. Or even when you, if you run a couple of bad calls, that all affects, you know, it takes more out of you. So you're a little more tired than normal. Than if you would, if you're, you know, say partying for 24 hours. Well, and, you know, I think it's... I think the the bad calls, whenever you're talking about that, I think it can affect you. I think they're less aggravating, though, and less likely to, and I don't know if I'm going to explain this correctly, but at least on the bad calls, you feel like you were needed. Yeah. And I think the calls, at least for me personally, the ones that lead to the aggravation and the having the short temper and all of that stuff is the calls in the middle of the night or even in the middle of the day that are just like, why are you calling nine one one for yeah. this? The tooth pain that I've had for four weeks. Yeah. Like, and, or the, I can't breathe for a month and a half now, but now I'm going to call. Yeah. I remember one the other day. I need a breathing treatment. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, no. No, you don't. Yeah. Stop smoking. It's really that simple. And they're long. I did listen to lungs. They were clear. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I still did my job. Yeah. But nothing indicated that they needed a breathing treatment. They just thought they, would need, they did. Well, WebMD. That, well, yeah. <clears throat> so, WebMD and Hollywood. The two biggest... Oh, they're killing us. Yeah. So, and we've talked about it before. It's been a while, but... Fire Department Chronicles. Yeah. I love his green screen. (laughs) (laughs) It is awesome. That actually came up yesterday at the station. We were talking about how to get into a garage door. And, you know, we're talking about all these different cuts (laughs) and how to hit it and this and that and the other. And I was like, dude, all you guys, look, you just have to watch Station 19. I said, they showed us how to get into mm-hmm. or out of a garage door if we're trapped in there. You turn a water heater into a rocket. Yep. You'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they were in dire situation, dire straits, because, you know, they're in there with no smoke and no masks and barely anybody had any gear on. Oh, and the resident. And the resident, yeah. And everybody was fine, but they're going to basically create an IED to blow this door open. Hollywood, if you're listening, stop it. Can I go to Hollywood magazine? Like you with the dog? Uh, yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bad Hollywood. Yeah. Bad. Well, and it makes me wonder because most of these shows and like the military shows and stuff, they have technical advisors. What kind of fucking re- idiot 
former fire department person or whatever is the advisor on these shows. I will take that job and you can pay me as much money as you want and I will okay everything. <laughs> oh, especially the let's stick the aerial out over the minefield and just drop a bag down. Yep. I like that. And one. then jump down. That totally makes perfect sense. Who needs a leg? Get a new one. Yeah. Or a face. I'd get a better one. I'd upgrade. Yeah. You'd need to. Let me get rid of my little turkey chin here. I know exactly how you can do that. No, I'm not going back. I like my steak and potatoes. You can still have steak and potatoes. You just have to get up off the couch and do something. Why? Couch is where I'm safe. <laughs> Remember what we talked about getting out of your comfort zone? <laughs> I like my TV shows. <laughs> like Major Dad. Yeah. And now that I told you about Transformers, oh, and Brave Stars on YouTube too, which that's one that I watched the first episode of that and it was god awful and so racist. It's the eighties, yeah. <laughs> oh man, woke culture is gonna kill us. That was only half woke. Yeah, but we're not gonna get into that. Leave my opinions and stuff on that one. Dude, I don't know why. Just let them fly. We got a whole 74 subscribers now. I don't think that's enough for us to get canceled. It's not enough people to cancel us. And yeah, it is. who gives a shit anyway? That's the thing. What are they going to do? It's not like we got... We're not Joe Rogan with millions of followers. And yeah, you can't cancel that guy anyway. Yeah, you can't cancel him. He's too big to cancel and we're too small to cancel. <laughs> Which the controversy with him, the whole ivermectin thing. Yeah, I saw I saw a clip of that. Yeah. You seems like do I have to sue CNN now? Yeah. Cuz they have to I mean they have to know that that's total bullshit what they're posting like the whole Rolling Stone article. Did you see that? Mm-mm. So Rolling Stone printed this whole huge article from this doctor um, saying that gunshot victims and all these people were being denied treatment and having to wait in ER waiting rooms because of ivermectin overdoses. Really? Yeah, in Oklahoma. So the hospital that he cited said, well, that's total bullshit. This doctor is not even associated with us. No one has had to wait in our ER, especially gunshot victims, for ivermectin overdoses. And do you know the amount hmm. that you would have to take of ivermectin, which, by the way, is a... I don't know anything about ivermectin. It's an approved drug that has been in circulation for over 40 years. And there's different types of ivermectin. There's the ones that you give for... It's horse dewormer. There's also a human version for like dengue fever and stuff like that. It's of the side effects. Everything is known about this drug. Like I said, 40 years. The amount that you would have to take to overdose on it and the side effects you wouldn't even need to go to the hospital for. Oh, is it like overdosing on marijuana? Yes. And calling 911? Mm-hmm. Because you feel funny? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, because you're high. <laughs> Pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. 
<laughs> My heart's beating fast. No, it's not. <laughs> the monitor says otherwise, sir. Yep. I'll tell you about that one. I read no. a bunch of them. The best one. 20. <laughs> it was 23. And that, so I guess they, I can't remember the name of the drink, but it, it's a concentrated form and you're supposed to cut it with water and stuff. Yeah. And they just, they were drinking it. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Still not going to hurt you. It's marijuana. It's THC, man. And he was laying on the floor. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I think I'm dying. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, I, we didn't know yet. Yeah. Like, All right. So, what would you take? Uh, this. And I read it. I'm like, dude, this is liquid weed. <laughs> His buddy's like, I told him. I was like, are you serious? Get up. You're all right. It's like, oh, my legs don't work. I'm like, you are super high. <laughs> I wish I was you right now. <laughs> so you need to shift your perspective. <laughs> this is a good time. Like, just enjoy it. Sit on the couch, put on some Pink Floyd, and relax. Yeah. Watch some cartoons, man. He's Eat like, some Funyuns. Who's Pink Floyd? I'm like, I hate you young people. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like, give me your phone. So took him to the hospital because he wanted to go. So what? So what do they do? Nothing. Because you get the same look from the nurses. Really? I'm like, yeah. Because Narcan doesn't work for weed. No, that's only for opiates. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh man. Now we, now we did run like a forty-five-year-old woman who ate a gummy. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, my daughter told me it was five milligrams. Just eat it and I'll be relaxed. And I'm all, I'm all jittery. I'm weird. I'm like, let me see the package. I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, should we eat the whole thing? She goes, yeah, it's five milligrams. I'm like, no, it's 50. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to cut, cut them up. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm like, all right, where's your daughter? Because her daughter's in her 20s mm-hmm. or teenage or well, close to. It's like, where's your daughter? Well, she's on her way home. I'm like, call her. Tell her to get you some code red Mountain Dew, some Funyuns, and some flaming Hot Cheetos. She's like, that does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you want to top it off, get some Slim Jims. How do you know this? I'm like, I went to medical school. <laughs> and I was like, really? Like, I was a teenager once. <laughs> oh, she, but you know, she had never, never tried weed in her life. Yeah. So you have you have these states. I mean, we're still you have more and more that they're inducing marijuana, and I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing because there's so many different uses that you see, and it's gotten such a bad rap for so many years. Because <clears throat> it's kind of like with anything you see in the media, it's whatever how they want to control it. Oh, so you mean the mainstream media doesn't tell you the truth about everything? No, they have an agenda. So in hemp, what? I mean, there's so many uses for hemp that would that could benefit. Everybody, yeah, and the way it grows and how fast and you know, but we're not gonna, we won't get to that. Yeah, but there are some really good medical uses to it. I mean, there, you, there's videos out there of kids who have major issues, like the ones that have seizures constantly all day, mm-hmm. and a little bit in a concentrated form on the foot, and it stops a seizure. Now it's because and technology has helped make that all come so far. Yeah, but now you have people using it recreationally. <clears throat> so they, you know, to calm down or nerves or anxiety, it's great for anxiety. Yeah. Well, depending on and the strain that you get, because now there's the a strain, yeah. bunch of different strains yeah. of It's just like dogs. Uppers. Yeah. I mean, just, it's all cross. Um, pollinated. Pollinated and all that to make what you need. Yeah. Stuff to help you sleep, stuff to keep you awake and alert. 
you know, not be high and make it go on and on. Yeah. But they're using like the, the, the calming one, but instead of taking the five to 10 milligrams, <laughs> yeah. take it 50. Well, more is better, Chris. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. America. <laughs> I'm okay with the 50. <laughs> but yeah, you do feel funny and you're not going to do a whole lot. You're going to sit on the couch and watch DuckTales. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> watch Scrooge make duck drive, right. dive into a pile of money. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yep. Maybe what was, the, what was the chipmunk one? Uh, Chip and Dale. Yeah. Rescue Rangers. Yep. Yep. Magnum P.I. and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, Learn that as an adult, not as a kid. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can go back and watch any of those 80 shows while you're high, and I think they'd make them all better. It was the 80s. Yeah. Still wearing knee-high socks. Yeah. Which all of that fashion is coming back. I noticed. I can't wait. My short shorts and my knee-high socks. As long as I get my, my pumps back in the night when the 90s comes back around. Yes. You know, I had two pair of those, and I blew both pairs out. I had one. They were white, but orange and blue around them. Yeah, I had the Reeboks that were the basketball on the tongue. Yeah, mine, that's my mom Reeboks. Yeah, and I the that was the second pair that I had. Um, I actually broke the pump mechanism. They always broke from sliding on the floor after a basketball. It somehow I managed to <laughs> turn my foot just right to where the that basketball rubbed on the hardwood, and it rubbed it and put a hole right in it and it didn't work anymore <laughs> and they broke constantly they yeah p- pretty poorly made yes but it was a great concept yeah i liked them i can't wait for those to come back <laughs> what about the space shoes i don't remember those we see you had the moon shoes you know that you put around your feet and you could it was like you were you had to look it up yeah let's look up moon shoes they're pretty popular yeah, I don't care that much. It was though. like it was like two trampolines on your feet, one per foot. Did that help your vertical? No, I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity uh, likes me. Gravity likes you. Yes, a lot. Mm-hmm. Want to keep me close? Yeah. It was gravity and the ground working together. Like, no, no, we want him. So that kept me short. Yeah. I know he can't jump. Closest I ever came to dunk, and I could touch the bottom of the rim with my finger when I was a senior. Closest I got. And it was like barely like a nicket. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't just the net? Yeah. That's That was all I had. Yeah. Well, whenever I played in that charity basketball tournament, was that three or four years ago? I can still touch the backboard if I tried really, really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I took a week off of work. Uh, Yeah. My knee didn't like me too much after that. And I dove for a loose ball, had a big-ass bruise on my hip. and Getting old. It's, you know, I think you bounce better whenever you're young. Oh, you do. And whenever the older you get, the more whenever you hit the ground, it's just a thud. 
what was it if somebody said I, can't, I don't know if it was a meme or whatever said I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that if nobody sees a kid fall they don't get hurt I believe it I support that if you just they, they'll cry if you ignore them they'll pop back up and go back to playing yeah 80s parents <laughs> Do you remember not wearing a helmet on my my bicycle? Yep. No. Waiting without pads. Yep. Um, do you remember the leashes? Oh my god! Yeah, I remember those. That's child abuse now. And whoever thought that was a good idea? I can see the point behind it. So toddlers are hard to keep control of, and they're fast. Okay. Yeah, that's they true. They are deceptively fast. Yeah, but you're gonna put. One of those, and every one that I saw was one of those, like, expandable, contractable, mm-hmm. like, you know, looped. Yeah. I don't even know what they're put, made put of. Put a backpack on them. Yeah. And clip it in. and Yeah. Good to go. I saw them at the, you see them at the mall. All the time. And then, like, parents have it around the, have it clipped to their belt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's, there's something not right about that. I don't know. Always guess keep put them in a stroller. At least yeah. on a leash, they're allowed to run around. Well, you know, I was allowed to run around too, but I also knew how far away I could get. And whenever my parents said, "Hey, yeah, that's when you're older. When you're two, three years old, you don't know, dude. I don't know. Pretty sure that I listened whenever I was that age. No, you didn't, because there were consequences if I didn't. You still didn't listen. I don't know. Not all the time. You got in trouble plenty. No, I was an angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my fair share. Who didn't? Yeah. But, you know, well, I think that some somewhere along the way, we've gotten away from there being consequences for actions. Oh, yeah. And lawyers yeah lawyers and politicians are the problem yeah I won't I won't deny that and I think the problem is career politicians oh yeah well it was never meant to be a career no that's why all of all the first ones you ever like George Washington they wanted him to do a third term and he said no I'm gonna go back home to my farm yeah there were there's people back then that wanted term limits and not to make money. I mean, yeah, you should you should make something whenever you do that job. You yeah. should. I, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But but free health care for life and a pension? No. For one term? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I need to run. You should. I'd vote for you. That's one. <laughs> I tell my wife would. She'd be like, no, no. Hey, man, like I said, we've got <laughs> 74 subscribers, 72 subscribers, 74, I think. I just 74 subscribers now. I just want to learn about, about myself. You know, they're going to dig up everything. I'm like, I said what? Yeah, I probably said that. That sounds like me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I probably did that too. Yeah, your yeah. social media posts. <laughs> like, it was funny. I'm sorry, I have a sense of humor. No, you can't have a sense of humor. It's unacceptable. I want to run as president, and Bill Burr is going to be my VP. 
I'd vote for that ticket. <laughs> Just to see what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, pick your, uh, what's your cabinet going to be? Who's your going to be? Who's going to be your uh, defense guy? Oh. Secretary of Defense. It's got to be somebody crazy. Gary Busey. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> hey, man, he was under siege. He knows what he's doing. Oh, I think I'd pick Jocko. Yeah. Well, he's got actual experience. I'd want somebody with experience in that hey, job. I have zero experience. Bill Burr has zero experience. Right. We're sticking with the formula. <laughs> see what happens man oh we're riding this all the way to the side of the crash yeah. you just see my first press conference as president whatever question doesn't matter what the question is like man i have no idea what i'm doing those words don't even make sense to me budget what do you mean budget we don't have any money <laughs> budget's pretty easy we're broke playoffs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not talking about the playoffs <laughs> Oh, so yeah, let me pose that question to you. This country is yours to run for a year. You know, the typical is, it's, it's you're king for a day. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to do a year. What do you fix? The tax code. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, let's hear the plan. 10%. Period. Of what you make. That's everybody. And there is no more, oh, my business is hiding. Nope. 10%. So, get rid of all the loopholes. So what about for investments like stock market and all 10%. that stuff? It's income. 10%. It's fair across the board. Your 10% might be more than my 10%. But it's fair. Okay. Flat tax it. Will it work? I don't know. But at least it's fair. Yep. Okay. What else? I'm going to fix Social Security. Okay. How are you going to fix it? One, the government's going to pay back all the money they took from it. Because you know they took it. And now they're like, oh, we're broke. No, you're not. Because never heard food stamps run out of money. Or welfare. But these people put money into it. They should give them their money. We're going to have to work on the VA. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be one of my... One of mine, too. I mean, we have government programs, and they're needed. Don't get me wrong. But there needs to be an overhaul. Yeah. Well, and here's the problem with the VA. It's a staffing. Well, I mean, it's a money issue, but there's a staffing issue. Um, for the sheer amount of services needed, oh, they yeah. do not have the people to provide them. So when you, when you look at so health care, lawyer, stuff like that, you can't force people to do those jobs and those jobs aren't desirable anymore because of the, of the schooling that is involved. I mean, it's a lot and you yeah. have to be smart. You have to be good. 
And I, and I, I think it should be that way. But then those people who are like take doctors and nurses. Mm-hmm. So now you have to have malpractice insurance because some goober lawyer who likes to chase ambulances and is going to manipulate the, with, with the law is going to cost you a bunch of money. So it's not worth it to be sued every week. Now, I'm not saying they get sued every week, but right. let's be honest, medical malpractice suits are way up there. Yeah. You shouldn't have to need insurance like that. Now, do accidents happen? Absolutely accidents happen. That's why it's called practicing medicine. It's not perfect. The human body is not perfect. It's very hard because so many things mimic so other things. But on that note, though, whenever you make an egregious mistake that costs somebody their life. that Those are different. You have to be held accountable for that. Yeah, you do. I, I fully agree with that. So, And I think that's a... But now, was for it, me, that's a big thing. You have to be held accountable for your actions. Now, that mistake was it on purpose, or was not was something not found because it's hard to find? You know, you could go in for a staph infection and die, and they mm-hmm. get thrown in the kitchen sink at it. But maybe it's a new form of staph, or extremely aggressive, or they're way behind. How is that your fault as a doctor? You can't save everybody. You're not God. True, but yet they're still getting sued. And people yeah. are like, this ain't worth it. I'm going to go do something else. Well, and then the amount of money it costs for schooling. Yep. Like, if you, if you want to talk about the VA in particular, we'll talk about the psychological services for the VA. Okay? To become a therapist, you're going to accrue close to $200,000 worth of debt. Yep. And you're going to make jack shit for money, for the most part. Now there are therapists out there who make a lot of money, but they're private practice. It's private practice. And they usually it's the psychiatrists who can prescribe meds Yeah, that make that kind of money. And also it's easier, like, you know, you have a copay. Yeah. But what's the insurance paying? So I can talk about that on a very surface level. Insurance pays squat. And they require a diagnosis. Most people, I'm not going to say most, but it seems like there are a lot of people who want to go see a therapist or a counselor or whatever. If you get a diagnosis, that follows you around for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So your insurance rates, life insurance, all that shit sends it through the roof. Yep. If you're diagnosed with depression, PTSD, anything like that, Insurance company can come back and go, well, you're a higher risk. Yep. Doesn't matter if it was a temporary thing or what. And, oh, if you've been prescribed medicine for it, good fucking luck. Buckle up and welcome to the show. Insurance is a racket. It is. It's racketeering. So I I do think that you need to have – it's a double-edged sword. I I couldn't afford a lot of things without insurance. Most most Americans couldn't. What do you mean by that? So medical medical procedures the way they are now. Yeah. Um, so now I, I get, now I, I could you a, could you not afford them? Or if you if the doctors didn't have to pay the insurance and the hospitals didn't have to pay the insurance and you didn't have to pay the insurance and jack the prices up of you know big pharma with their jacked up pricing for medications and things like that. If you didn't have to pay, if all of that trickle down wasn't there, you think you really couldn't afford it? 
depends on what it is. We're talking a broken arm or major surgery. Yeah. Just like just like car insurance. It's it's, it's to me it's a racket too. It's necessary evil because you got to protect yourself. If I get into a car wreck, am I going to be able to afford to fix my car or buy a new vehicle or pay for theirs if it's my fault or if I injure them or god forbid somebody dies. Yeah. But we built a, a system in this country and as I'll just stay with the country. That's what I know mm-hmm. that, Oh, you did me wrong. Now I'm going to sue you and try and ruin you. Now car well, accidents, I can let things go. Hey, accidents happen. If you were on your phone and cause an accident, now I'm going to hang in your ass cause you knew better. Sorry. Yeah. Don't be on your phone when you're in your vehicle. Period. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. And you can't do anything about it. Because if I do something about it, well, now I'm the asshole. Yeah. But how many times has an accident happened? I mean, I've had it happen to me. I got sideswiped in a vehicle. Person's fault. They admitted fault. Call the insurance company. Yeah, we're not paying for that. They don't have coverage for it. What do you mean they don't have coverage for it? They have a full policy. I've got their insurance card right here. They have full coverage. It's their fault. Yeah, we're not paying. Yeah, they make you sue them. Yeah. They force you to do that. Yeah. So just like... How is that right? So you get hurt You get hurt in my house for the home, for basically for homeowners to pay out or to mm-hmm. take care of it. You got to sue me. Then they pay. Yeah. Now, how is that right? I mean, you're not going to want to sue me. We're friends. Yeah. Shit happens. You get hurt sometimes or we're working on something, you cut your finger. Yeah. Or God forbid you cut it off, but it could happen. Yeah. But now you got to sue me to get this taken care of when I have the policy that's supposed to take care of that. Yeah. Because it's a business. Yeah. That's why our rates are so high. And to cover people who don't have it is what they say. So like, <clears throat> I got this argument. And I won't talk about that one. <laughs> We just let it go. Yeah, let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we have built a country where our priorities seem very, very skewed. Well, we're all one way. I'm guilty of it. Very guilty. Why, why should I care anymore? If, if, if nobody else cares, if, if there's 10 people in my house and nobody cares about what we're doing. We're all there to, to, to build something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's my house or your house or their house, doesn't matter. We're there to, we're going to work on this. We're going to build this. But if these nine don't care in any way, shape or form, and they're just out for what is going to benefit them. Well, why should I care? Why should I be the one person who still cares? Well, because if nobody cares, then nothing is done. Nope. But if one person cares, that person is taken advantage of constantly. And then now, and back um, to what we, we talk about all the time, mental health, what does that do to that person's mental health? It starts t- deteriorating. Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck it. I'll... You start being like the guy from, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Half-Baked. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. That's what you get. And they're like, oh, that guy's a jerk. No, he's just tired of all your shit. YouTube's not going to like this one because there's a lot of cussing. <laughs> and I, I, 
pretty much at the I don't care right now. Yeah. But that's what happens. That's why you see, and it's not just the fire service, the police service, EMS, military, corporations. You treat people like shit. What do they do? I'm out. Especially right now when there's how many millions of jobs available. Yeah. You can't, nobody's being retained because they get treated like dirt. Yeah. And you have upper management saying, oh, it's a staffing issue. Oh, well, we have this going on. It's budget and money. And it's always an excuse. With the Virgin Mobile guy, uh, what's his name? Richard Branson. Yeah. What does he always say? You take care of your employer, your employees, employees take care of your business. Absolutely. Invest you know, in them. Well, Every leadership class I've taken, it talks about investing in your employees. Yeah. Make them better. You show them you care, that you want them to do better and help them do better. Well, they do better and they become loyal to you and your company. Well, and that's what we talked about several times is leading from the front and setting your people up for success. You know, if you want to read a leadership book, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wellnick, it's right there for you. And if you follow that model or a model similar to it, because ultimately, like, you know, I made the joke earlier, attitude reflects leadership. Yeah, if you're, you hear that from? Yeah. <laughs> a movie. <laughs> yeah. But it's a hundred percent right. Yeah. But if you are taking care of your people and setting them up for success and providing opportunities for them, they're going to work harder. They're going to be more productive and they're going to be happier because they have goals and you're allowing them to have those goals and aspirations and to reach those goals. Now, I'm not saying you sit there and set some freaking unrealistic fucking goal of, you know, if you're a car manufacturer and, you know, your company's building 10 cars a month and you say, okay, well, we need to build 50 cars a month. Yeah. Okay, that's unrealistic. You, you're not going to be able to scale up production that With the big. same amount of staff. Yeah, with the same amount of staff. And the same pay. Yeah. So you want me to work more, almost three times as hard. Yeah. So it's more hours, but I'm getting paid the same. Yeah. Now, granted, that's, that's probably, now they're probably an hourly worker. So like, oh, it's going to go up. Well, no, it's really not. Because now, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make overtime, but I'm not going to be home. I don't get to see my family. And that's important. Yeah. You don't have that time off to rest. And not just physically, but mentally. Yeah. Well, it's going to start leading to lost time, yeah. injuries, Action's stoppages. Yeah. So you're actually going to end up hurting yourself more than. But yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's the all whole, about the bottom line. Yeah. How much did we make? Yeah. And you look at companies and organizations that put their people first. I don't know the exact number and I don't want to just shoot one out, but I would say by and large, they're more productive and more profitable yeah. than in the long term. You're not, you're not cutting those costs. Yeah. Say, oh, we, we got to cut costs. Yeah. Or what's the big one company use? Um, they have more structure. Yeah. We got to restructure. Yeah. They have, they have better worker retention. Their workers are happier. When you're always training a new person, you lose production time. Yeah. Constantly understaffed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing when, you, when you're when you fully staffed and you're training three new guys. 
or or girls or whatever compared to oh we just lost 100 people we got to train 150 now yeah we know some are, aren't gonna stick around yeah it's a lot of production time lost or or whatever plus it causes stress when people are still there because they're doing their job and and somebody else's yeah 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 i mean look the the answers are out there and they're pretty simple for some reason people don't want to follow that model or look at it that way because they think well if i can get these two people to do the job of these 10 people and i've I've worked for corporations like that you know and i've been that guy that okay well these two people got fired well, now you're going to do their two jobs on top of your job. No, yeah, no I'm not. Not unless you pay me a lot more money. Yeah, I'll take both their salaries. Yeah. And on top you know, of mine. And a huge corporation is going to go, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, I quit. Yeah, and that's what happens. And so now you have to replace three people. So... Yeah, set your people up for success. Lead from the front. And I know that's all like buzzwordy shit, but there's truth in it. No, you definitely got to lead from the front. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Because it's not hard to go off on a tangent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we had James throws a tantrum earlier. Now we're going to have Chris throw a tantrum. I didn't throw a tantrum. No, go ahead. I don't want to throw a tantrum. Okay, tangent. I don't want to go on a tangent either. <laughs> Come God, on, get on your soapbox. Because God knows what you're going to beep, 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 beep. Oh, we got to cut that out completely. Yeah. We have a hundred or uh, an hour-long podcast that we got to use 15 minutes of, and none of it matches up. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. How'd they get over there? Yeah. Transformers. Does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the look over here. We're doing you know, this over the, here. I think that's the biggest problem with, with our country right now is everybody's selfish. Technology didn't help that. No. At all. Well, there's the instant gratification thing of everything that I need is right here on my phone. You know. So and much, so much information right there, and ninety nine percent of it's bullshit. Yeah, there's so much information, but not that much knowledge. Yeah, or people don't go after the knowledge. I mean, you have to dig, you have to dig through four hundred articles of bullshit to find. Like I saw, it was on TikTok, and the kid's one hundred percent right. He's talking. He was sitting in line at Starbucks. Shame on him for going yeah. to Starbucks. That's not coffee. Yeah, but he likes it. Whatever. Enjoy your sugar, dude. Yeah. But he was talking about how, about cell phones and all the information on the internet and how he can find whatever he wants. He goes, look, I'll, coffee can make you go blind. What? Look, look, Google it. And he did. And it was a bunch of articles about coffee making you go blind. Mm-hmm. Now look, coffee's good for you. Google's that. Bunch of articles about coffee being good for you. Oh yeah. Confirmation so, bias, bro. Yeah. So what, so what is it? That's, that's his question. Which is correct? Well, they're both correct. And they're both wrong. Yeah. I remember a news report and I don't know why this has stuck with me for all these years, but it's just one of those random fucking things 
whenever I was a kid, the local news station, they had a story. You had a flood. No. You had a hurricane. No. Can I finish my story? The levee broke. No. It has nothing to do with fucking water. Oh. The gator got somebody. You're ruining it. Absolutely ruining it. <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah. They had a news story that some scientists did some study that potato peels cause cancer. I remember that. That <laughs> was on national news. Yeah. As a kid, I do remember that. And I don't remember like what they cited the science behind it or whatever, but yeah. And it was, and that was the only time I ever saw it. Haven't seen anything about it since. All right. But how, how many, look at, look at milk. How up and down have we been with milk in the last 30 years? Oh yeah. It's good for you. It's bad for you. Oh, it's awesome for you. Nope. Moderation. Nope. As much as you want. Yeah. Oh, it's cancer causing. Yeah. Oh, well people aren't meant to drink cow's milk. Yeah. Milk is murder. Yeah. <laughs> but it tastes so good. Yeah. Eggs are bad for you. Well, now they're good for you. Yeah, no, nope, um, just the white part. Just the white nope, part. You got to nope. have the yolk. Got to have the yolk. The good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh well, don't eat fish because of mercury. Oh, but these fish are okay. Yeah. Hey, here's a thermometer. Put this in your mouth. It's got mercury in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's enough to make you pull your hair out. Is that why I'm bald? Yeah. I just, I let it go. That's why I don't watch the news. That's why I still have hair. Yeah, I don't watch the news anymore. Yeah. Well, you got no more hair to pull out except yeah. on your back. No, I need back <laughs> hair. It's all my chest. <laughs> no, but it's, it's those kind of things. I mean, when you watch the news or you read the newspaper, or you see an article on social media, how much of that article is the truth? 100% the truth. Or how much of it is skewed to fit whatever they're pushing? All of it. Well, you know, like we talked about the whole Rolling Stone article. They never printed a retraction. They did an update online. Yeah. And it was a short update. And then they, if they get sued, they're like, no, no, we did it, see? Yeah. It's a loophole. Yeah. Because they know nobody's going to see that. Yeah. And they're still going to think, oh, look at this big article I can pull up. Yeah. And if you Google it, it's buried on page 372. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. I mean, the all the headlines are clickbait. Now, oh, yeah. Because the headline doesn't reflect what's actually in the article 90% of the time. And most people don't read the article. They read the, they read the headline and the first paragraph. Yeah. And then they'll sit and spew their guts on social media and everybody's an expert. Oh yeah. Dude, that's the perk of social media. You can be an expert with zero qualifications. I mean, the, the idea of social media is awesome to be, to be able to connect with people all over the world. Yeah. From your couch or catch up with old friends or yeah, but the, um, how it can be used to manipulate everything. It's so simple. Yeah. It is, and mainstream media is just as guilty of that now and has been for a long time with having their own agendas. Mm -hmm. And they hide behind freedom of the press. Like, yeah. Okay. You want to be – I like I like freedom of the press. I, I I support that. Yeah. 
But don't so lie some, to me. Somebody was telling me the other day that like a lot of these so-called news channels, if you really look on your like cable or whatever you have, you won't find them under news. You'll find them under entertainment. Because mm-hmm. they're entertainment news. Yeah. That's why you have 24 hours of people discussing one thing, not reporting the news. Yeah. The days of Walter Cronkite are gone. Yeah. Hey, here's what happened. Here's this side. Here's this side. Figure it out. Yeah. Critical thinking. Gone. So gone. It was like one of the classes I took. It was a, the question was posed. uh, Mary's at a bar, obviously intoxicated. Tom's at the bar, offers Mary a place to stay. They walk home. He's got an extra bedroom. In the morning, Mary wakes up when they're in the same bed, and they've done the deed. Mm-hmm. Did Tom rape Mary? That is not enough information. Yeah, thank you. And that was the argument. A bunch of people, oh, yeah, he raped her. It's date rape. He raped I'm like, whoa, we're missing so much information here. Yeah. Now, was Tom intoxicated? He didn't, st- didn't tell us. Yeah. Was that omitted? Were Tom and Mary dating? Yeah. Did they know each other? Were they married? I mean, were they friends with benefits? Yeah. I mean, that can go on. Did what happened on the walk home? Did, did things change? Yeah. I mean, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's also, is it possible she raped him? It can happen. It's possible. Was it consensual? Definitely possible. You don't know. There's so much information. Look at omitted information omitted. Yeah. To make you feel a certain way. Yeah. Just like with when it happened to Duke, the lacrosse team. I mean, I know you remember that. Yeah. And comes out they were all innocent and she lied. Mm-hmm. But how many people know that part? Not a lot because that didn't get the national coverage. Nope. Just the original part. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean. And I'm not, I'm not saying people don't get raped. They absolutely do. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I don't think anybody. But you've got to have all of that information, all of it. That's why we have due process. This, this isn't guilty to proven innocent. Just like what the government did to Kavanaugh. Now, what happened to that party in the 1971? I don't know. And nobody remembers. Could, could it have happened the way she said? Yeah, it could have. Could have happened the way he said? Yeah, it could have. But you can't prove it either way. But now he's got a label. Yeah. And nobody wanted to listen to the information. They heard the accusation, and that's what they ran with. Yeah. Well, you know, perfect example, Deshaun Watson. You know, he's going to miss an entire... Now, I'm not saying he's guilty, innocent. If he's proven guilty, then yes. Deserves to be kicked out of the league, all that stuff. I fully support that. But he's going to miss a whole year. Of football, regardless of innocent or guilty. Because right now it's just an accusation. Because it's an accusation. Yeah. Is that that right? I mean. No, it's not. To be accused of something is one thing. Yeah. Okay, prove it. I mean, it's that simple. You got to prove it. Yeah. 
Otherwise, it's just an accusation. Whether he did it or not, I don't know. Wasn't there. I think we're so, especially big organizations, are so gun-shy on how they're going to look to the public that they overreach and overstep. Yeah. So for argument's sake, just for just argument's sake, let's say he's innocent. What does that do to him mentally? Yeah. And what's his recourse? Yeah. None. None. He's lost millions of dollars. His reputation's tarnished. Yep. Forever, regardless of if he's innocent. Roethlisberger. Did he do it? Don't know. But ever thinks about it. Yeah. Oh, it comes up. Don't know. Yeah. Wasn't there. Yeah, but we've got away from that as a society. And that's why you see, you see celebrities just, hey, take this and go away. Yeah. Because whether they did it or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the perception just kills them. Yep. And if they did do it, now they're getting off easy. If they didn't do it, now they just look guilty. Yeah. Because it's not worth it. Well, that's why you see a lot of big corporations and even big cities just paying. Like, here, here, take it, go. Go away. Because it's cheaper. Yeah. And I think... Well, that's their argument. It's cheaper. Yeah. The argument is it's cheaper. The reality of the situation is it just encourages more people to pull the same crap. And if you set an example of, you know, whenever we're in the right, we will, we're not going to fold and stand up for ourselves and our citizens or our company or whatever. And we're going to pursue this. I see, I I think you would see a lot of that stuff go away. But everybody's out for a quick buck. Yeah. Selfish. One way. All about me. A lot of people didn't play team sports as kids. And it shows. Well, I think that. And then everybody gets a trophy kind of waters down what team sports is actually about. Yeah. Because winning and losing doesn't have the same value yeah, when you'll get the same trophy. Yeah. When you you get the same result regardless of the effort that you put in, it diminishes. So, yeah. I mean, you're teaching horrible values or no values at a young age. Yeah, things don't matter. Yeah. Hard work doesn't matter. Preparation doesn't matter. You know, playing right doesn't matter. Because no matter what you do, you're getting this trophy. Mm-hmm. So you're entitled to this. I want to throw them away. I did. Not hand them out when I coached my son's leagues or his teams. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if I, all the trophies I had, we earned. Mm-hmm. First, second, or third. That's how you got your trophy. Yep. And there was a difference. Yep. <laughs> there was a big There's difference. There was a huge difference. <laughs> All my first place trophies were. Oh, they were massive. Huge. All my third place trophies. Thankfully, I didn't have too many of those. 
Not a few, but yeah. But it's a, I mean, it's a, earning those trophies was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, because you felt accomplished. Yeah. So I mean, like college football has the uh, playoffs now, and mm-hmm. teams are arguing. Like, you know, look at our body of work. That's the argument. Our body of work. Mm-hmm. What we did through the season. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Four teams make it. Yeah, we could talk about college football all day, but yeah, it, well, dude, I mean, like I said, it's about rewarding the effort and not rewarding no effort. I mean, thing, and that that was one of the biggest lessons in Little League sports growing up was you could put all the hard work in and you could still fail. Mm-hmm. But you got another season coming up. So now you work hard in the off season and work hard during the season. And now all of a sudden you're in second place. You're all that hard work paid off. Yep. But now nobody cares. Now I got video games to play and I, I like video games too. I've, you know, I enjoy them. Yeah. But still got to get your stuff done first. Yeah. Well, I think it's shifting priorities. Because like you said, it doesn't matter the effort that you put in. You're still going to get the same trophy. Are the results still going to be the same? Yeah. Yeah. And win or lose. No child left behind. Yeah. Win or lose, your results going to be the same. So why would I spend the time getting better whenever I can just go kind of do what I want instead of putting in some some sweat equity? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> came out of burp came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hold it in. But I think I'm gonna name this episode the soapbox episode. <laughs> I haven't really been on a soapbox too much. No. Probably would have been a better episode if you had been. More controversial. I think that's what we need. That'll get us yeah. more views. Yeah, I don't think you can post that one. Oh, I would anyway. It'd be awesome. So. It's coming. Time's coming. Time's coming. I'm looking forward to it. Might be a few years from now, but it's coming. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. In another 120 <laughs> episodes, Chris will finally let loose. I'm going to have to get me a notepad and write everything down. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember it all. <laughs> this is going to be a two-hour speech from Chris. <laughs> Maybe some knife hands. Yeah. Maybe I'll the big guns, some MFers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can say it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Depends on the person. It's just, see, that's another thing. To me, it's just a damn word. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, people get upset whenever you use profanity sometimes. Yes. Define profanity. Yeah. So somebody a long time ago decided, hey, I don't like this word. It's a bad word now. You can't say it. It offends me. Dude, you're not a delicate flower. Suck it up. You know what? I don't like your haircut. You know, it's it's funny 
what we talk about, you know, as far as like mental health and this and that and the other. But then we talk about other stuff and it's like, just suck it up. Yeah, I get, I get, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, fuck, you ran 24 calls today. Suck the fuck up. Well, shit, you ran 24 calls today, man. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. And now you want me to work overtime? No. Yeah. No, thank you. I do not want another. Yeah. That's so. not Animal House. No. All right, man. Well, we've been going for close to an hour and a half, so. Oh. We're missing college football. Yeah. And it motorcycle is, riding. It is Saturday. Yeah. It is I, a Saturday for us. It is a Saturday. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Um, you know, if you're struggling, reach out to somebody. If you know somebody that's struggling, reach out to them. Don't be afraid. Um, let them know there's resources out there and people that care about them. So, like I said, thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you guys later.